0: to the medical Report. We have Harley Schlanger from Germany. And, Germany. and there's a lot of things going on. The G7 meeting is there. Uh, of course, there's been some leaks by our American intel over what happened at the Manchester bombing. And uh, apparently that's at least temporarily repaired with Theresa May and Donald Trump. Uh, there's lots of things happening. It looks like Trump is uh, pivoting on the issue of climate change and the Paris Accord. But he put it to them yesterday about uh, contributing adequately to NATO and repivoting their whole NATO operations against terrorism, which obviously the European community are not doing an adequate job in any way, shape, or form. Um, And also, I wonder, I don't know if you brought up the issue of whether or not they should stop putting sanctions against Russia, but obviously this would be very uh, important.
1: Well, let's start with uh, probably the outrage of the day, which is Barack Obama trying to upstage Trump by coming to Berlin yesterday yesterday and meeting with Merkel at a big public rally right before Merkel went to the NATO summit and then the G7 summit. So Obama was in Italy when Trump was meeting with the Pope. Then he comes to Berlin before the NATO and the G7 summit. Um, And in the meantime, people are trying to find out what he said to Merkel. I'm pretty sure he said, you stand strong, don't change our position. Trump will be out soon because Obama is coordinating with George Soros, with MoveOn.org and a bunch of crazies in the United States working on the impeachment of Trump. Now there are a couple things about Trump's trip, including the NATO summit that are worth noting, but the, the problem overall is that Trump wanted to deliver a couple of messages, which he did deliver. And these were good messages. He told the Saudis and the other Gulf sheiks that they have to fight terrorism. He put the, the pressure on them by saying that you have to drive the terrorists out of your place of worship, out of your homes, out of your land, out of the earth. And he said this is a battle between good and evil. It's not about Muslims. It's not about religion. And this just shows the lies in the US media that have been saying Trump is anti-Muslim, that that Trump is leading a, a jihad against Muslims. His statements show that there was a very different intent for Trump than what the media attributed to him. So that was important. What was not good was giving arms to the Saudis. And you know, you could say Trump is giving them arms in anticipation that they'll join the war on terror now what he did say to nato uh was important on two levels as you mentioned one he said nato has to orient toward fighting isis not russia and then he said i told the saudis they have to stop funding terrorism." now if he did say that to king salman that was very important on the russia question the european council president said, well, we didn't agree with Trump on the question of Russia. Well, of course not. But then the head of NATO, Stoltenberg, said something interesting. He said, we will reorient more of our efforts toward fighting terrorism, and we will not be sending more troops to the border with Russia. Good. So Trump got something across to the NATO people, and that's important. Now, that's that's
0: probably... One of the most important things is to actually say, hey, let's cooperate. Let's not uh, be at each other's, uh, we're on on the same side here, team. You know, it's almost like uh, the quarterback, right? He's the quarterback has arrived, in other words.
1: Well, and he's saying to them, your approach is the wrong approach because you've allowed the terrorists to get the upper hand in your countries. You're not fighting them. You're not helping us in the Middle East to get them. The Russians are, so why do you want to fight Russia? Right. So, I think Trump made some key points there. Now, I do have some quarrels with some of the things he said in Riyadh, where he said the source of terrorism is Iran. That's a British line. That's an Israeli it? line. Yeah. And that's a mistake for him to say that. Uh, secondly, he, he reiterated that he believes Assad used chemical weapons and that's unacceptable. That's a British lie. So those are two things you know, where Trump uh, stayed...
0: Why does he do that? Why is he playing that game? What's the purpose behind that?
1: Well, I'm not sure. I think that's for domestic consumption. I think he's a little bit worried about losing the right-wing Jewish vote in the United States. I think he's worried that some of the neocons are so uh, committed to fighting Iran that he has to throw <clears> them a bone. Well, yeah, but but the other thing is
0: uh, a- the neocons are crazy because... Fighting Iran is fighting Russia. Period.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm mean, fighting um, Russia is annihilation. Fighting Russia is Armageddon. Fighting Russia is Megadeth. That's what it is. Well, it's Bill, not something that, that you why, want to entertain. It's ridiculous.
1: This is why he's got to meet with Putin as soon as possible because Putin will straighten him out on some of these things. But here's the good news on all of this: everything he's doing is occurring in a different context than everything that went on before Trump came in. Namely, there's a new paradigm, which is the Chinese-directed infrastructure development uh, win-win, help-your-neighbor approach, which is the only way to get to peace. The key to the whole British control of the 20th century was to divide the world between East and West, North and South, the free world against the commies, and so on. After that world ended in 1989 and the wall came down, they had nothing else to say, so they kept NATO and kept Russia and China as the enemy. Now Russia (coughs) went through hell after the wall came down under the direction of Harvard and Britain and Wall Street, and then Putin emerged and said, no, we're going to pull our country back together. China was still recovering from the atrocities of Mao Zedong and the Cultural Revolution. But what Xi Jinping did in 2013 is say, we have a greater mission for our nation, which will be the revival of the Silk Road on land and the Maritime Silk Road connecting <clears throat> Asia with Europe, Asia with Africa, and there's a role for the United States to play in this. Now, Obama said, no, we're not going to play a role in this. You're the bad guys.
0: In fact, that's why they set up this uh, meeting of all these Asian nations to actually have a, and this is last year that, that uh, he, he attended, which I think yeah. kind of crazy, because they actually excluded China. It's like, are you kidding? You could have an Asia trade summit without China? That's insane. That's like having a universe without God. How's that?
1: Well, that's typical of Obama. Right. But now that Trump is in, Trump, while initially saying some of the same things about China that Obama did, Trump is getting educated. He's being told, essentially, China is not a bubble economy. China is doing what you like, which is building. You know yeah. China between 2012 <clears throat> and 2014 poured more concrete in China and in neighboring countries than the United States did during the 20th century. Now, if you wow. think about that, remember, we had the interstate highway program. We had a, a dams and construction projects under FDR and Eisenhower some more under Canada. But China, in two years, poured as much concrete as we did in the whole 20th century. Now, someone wow. presented that to Trump, and Trump was taken aback by that. Because he knows a little bit about what, you, what it requires to build infrastructure and build buildings. So this impressed him, and he started looking at it. He met with Jack Ma, as you and I, and I before. Then it was Xi Jinping, and Xi Jinping came in and, look, we have more in common than we have what we disagree on. But let's get together and, and come up with some ideas for <clears throat> building this uh, great infrastructure project. Now, in the middle of their dinner, it was announced that the U.S. hit the Syrian air base with the Tomahawk missiles. Now, Xi Jinping, instead of freaking out, just kind of shrugged his shoulders and said, okay, well, we don't agree with what you did. But we've got other things to worry about, like North Korea. And he and Trump worked out a strategy for addressing North Korea. So right. what I'm saying is that there are still some holdovers from the old geometry, like the blaming Iran, kissing the rear end of Bibi Netanyahu, you know, kissing the, the, the uh, king of, of Saudi Arabia. Right. But at the same time, Trump delivered a few messages. He said to Netanyahu, The fact that you and the Palestinians haven't solved this thing in 70 years is ridiculous. We're going to get it done. Now, he could do that because he knows that the Russians are also talking to Netanyahu and the Palestinian Authority President Abbas. He could deliver a message to Oman and Abu Dhabi and Dubai and King Salman of Saudi Arabia, a hard message, because Putin delivered the same message to them. Right. So Trump and Putin are coordinating policy, and to, to show you how far that's going, the Russian defense minister two days ago said, we have never had better relations between the U.S. and the Russian military than we have now in dealing with the terrorists in Syria. And they asked the Defense Department spokesman, is that true? And he said, yes. So you now wow. have this coordinated activity in Syria you have an effort to pull together a Palestinian-Israeli discussion. And overlying this is Xi Jinping was in Saudi Arabia, Iran, and Egypt last January and signed deals worth about $65 billion for joint efforts. Then in uh, April of this year, the Chinese Overseas Trade Corporation, signed a major agreement with the Arab Chamber of Commerce to begin a process of reconstruction of Iraq and Syria with Chinese funding, Chinese technology, Arab funding, and hopefully collaboration from the U.S. and Europe. So this is a move into a whole new economic geometry. Now what what does Theresa May have to offer? It's the Hearst country's in his shambles. Look, we, we can get into this more after right. the break, but the story that's emerging about this Manchester bombing just makes the point that you and I have discussed for 10 years now, Londonistan. Right. The father of Abadi, the so-called terrorist, who, by the way, just happened to leave a bank card in his back pocket so they could identify his remains. His father, Ramadan Abadi, worked for MI6. He was part of the Qaddafi security forces in the early 90s, who was then recruited by MI6 into an assassination plot against Qaddafi in, in the early, I think, 93. Right. When it failed, he and a number of his collaborators from a group called the Libyan Islamic Fighting Shield were moved back to England. In Manchester and Sheffield, there are close to 1,000 to 1,500 Libyan emigres, with 500 young people who have been in and out of Libya for training with jihadists. Right. Now, the well, I heard the numbers was on
0: 850 young people. Yeah. That's The number I latest number I heard.
1: Yeah. Now, the senior Abadi, the father of the so-called terrorist, then went was sent back into Libya when Cameron, Obama, and Sarkozy decided, and Hillary Clinton decided to bring down Gaddafi. Right. He was directly involved in that. Now his group, the Libyan Islamic Fighting Shield, which is headed up by a guy named Belhadj, was the official Al Qaeda affiliate in Libya. Right. In the so, in early other words, part of the be-
0: yeah. So the picture yeah. you're drawing is that this is another British intel in operations, the same as America, with John exactly. McCain setting up McCain's army, ISIS and Al Qaeda, and even smiling and posing with him in a town outside of Man in 2011. Well, let, so, me, let me just finish yeah, the please point. Please continue. Yeah. This,
1: this, this guy Abedi <clears throat> and Bel Hodge were not only the ones directly responsible with the British for the murder of Gaddafi, and also with Hillary Clinton cheer, cheering them on. Right. He was involved in the operation that led to the death of Christopher <clears throat> Stevens and the other three Americans in Benghazi. Oh, really? So here's a British uh, MI6 operative who has a son, allegedly, becoming a suicide bomber, while he is working on the highest level intelligence operations to destroy a nation in North Africa. Wow! Now, his son had been reported numerous times to British intelligence. They had his name on the watch list. So, and and as we said, there are 500 to 1,000 young Libyans in Manchester, Sheffield, and a couple of other cities who have been in and out of Libya, Syria, and Iraq for training with ISIS and al-Qaeda. So how is it that the British, that have the most extensive police spying apparatus in the world...
0: And cameras. you know,
1: and it, When you walk down the street in London, your picture is taken a thousand times in an hour. Right. How could they not have picked up, especially now that they're saying this guy had been planning this for a year? Right. So there's something very suspicious about this. And it's going to come back now that Trump is making the point that NATO is unprepared to deal with terror in their own countries and they're not helping yeah. fight in the Middle East. This is where you see Trump has a very strong hand to play.
0: Right. I want to make a link here. And I'll just take a moment to link between what you're just saying, which is very telling. And the real reason why they let these go and why even Theresa May, was the head of the Home Office for six years, never stopped these people or put them with the War Powers Act, into civil attention when they returned from Libya after doing these crimes. The real reason is, but same with America and with Europe and Germany, they want to terrorize the population by a dialectic of energizing uh, extreme elements within Islam, because naturally, most natural Muslims, to be honest with you, don't want to do this. It's the 21st century. The real factor is, you have to, Wahhabism did not originate in Saudi Arabia, it originated in in Londonistan in the 1920s. And Wahhabism, as pointed out by.
1: It goes back much further
0: than that. Yeah, but that's when when the British took the Wahhabis and energized them and actually brought them into the situation of allying them. And and this has always been also a pain in the side of the Saudis, who are much more secular. These are uh, what I call uh, crypto Jews from Basra, and they're much more secular. That's why when Solomon says these things, he knows there's people in the royal families or the GCC, Gulf Cooperative States, giving extreme Islam money, but it's not good for business. These are business people, and the reason why this dialectic is going on, and I'm going to say it very simply, is, and I've been to Shriver Air Force Base in Falcon, Colorado, they want to terrorize the population, so they'll say to us, the only way you could be secure in Manchester or at Rio Grande or any stadium or whatever is if we chip you and we make your money, electronic divots, and we track everybody in the population, including you, because we're not going to civilly detain these people, even though they have tons of metadata travel uh, plans, etc., and even the words of their own imams and mosques, they could have easily taken these people and put them into civil detention after they questioned them. But they didn't. And the reason why they don't is they want to terrorize all of us, and they eventually want to chip all of us and take away our money and give us electronic virtual money in their supercomputer. That's the reason.
1: Well, the, and then you look at the whole question of the, uh, when, when you're talking about the Saudis, you have to look at the fact that it is the royal family that started this process of financing the jihadists in Afghanistan in the 1980s what I was going to say about Wahhabism, which is the extreme Saudi form of Sunni Islam uh, Wahhab was I think a late 18th century early 19th century figure from Saudi Arabia who was right. brought for a while to England Right. and the in Oxford you had this center called the Ashmolean Museum, named after Elias Ashmole, who was the founder of modern Freemasonry. And Ashmole set up a cultural studies program where the British, in order to expand their empire, learned everything they could about the psychological state, the mental makeup, the emotional makeup of the people they were colonizing. Right. And so in the 1920s, when the British decided that the Saud family would be the ideal choice to rule the Arabian Peninsula.
2: Right.
1: They had been studying this for centuries, and they knew exactly what the vulnerabilities were, what the state of mind would be, and how to play upon that. And what you've seen then is a 20th century in the Middle East, which is largely shaped by the British moving in with the decline of the Ottoman Empire. Right. Using the Jewish question for Palestine, the putting Shiites and Sunnis and uh, Alawites and Druzes all in the same state. There's, there's some no other one element with Ashmole,
0: is that a lot of the high-level uh, Muslims are also high-level Masons linked to the British. So the yeah. British intel and so on. So that's what the real game is. They have to maintain a dialectic of chaos so they can control... The Middle East, that can control the world, and they're trying to steer us like a bunch of sheeple toward a cashless, chipped society. That's why they let these terrorists blow up our kids. Right? you the British probably side. heard
3: about all the great benefits of goat milk soap, but did you know?
2: 888- 212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com and NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.
0: The Nuclear Medical Report is broadcast on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. At 100% listener supported radio, please donate and support Revolution Radio at freedom, FREDOM slips.com. Thank you. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my. Welcome back. Uh, another uh, issue here. The Russians have actually declared dead or alive a, if war weren't uh, for the arrest of George Soros. He lives in upstate New York. I, I'm amazed that after the FISA court uh, re, uh, came out and all this information is now available, about Obama violating privacy of thousands of Americans, why he's not in prison right now. I'm amazed that George Soros is still breathing oxygen and not dead, or in a prison somewhere, probably in, the, in Russia. What the hell's going on? Why are these people allowed to literally breathe our oxygen and walk around our streets? I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me.
1: Well, when it, all you have to do is realize what the so-called deep state is. This is the intersection of the financial oligarchy, the raw materials cartels, the insurance cartels, all the money interests right. with the grain cartel, uh, with the media yeah. cartel, and to a certain extent, what's called what was called by Eisenhower the military-industrial complex. Yeah, but That's he you know, had one more confused. term
0: to it. though I got to add there, the military-industrial-intelligence complex. If you actually listen well, to his actual speech, he added the, that fourth term, and it's often forgotten. The intelligence agencies now linked up with media, and as I mentioned before, the ultimate king and the king in the future is data. It's not, you know, well, generating power or whatever, it's data. And that's why these agencies let these disasters happen. Like when Theresa May says this, it's sickening because she and the British Intel people could have easily swooped in and grabbed these kids because they know their travel plans. Why did they let them do it? Because they want it to happen.
1: When Eisenhower gave <clears> that speech, his farewell address, uh, many people today misinterpreted what he said to mean that he was only talking about defense producers. No, like Lockheed and, and Martin Marietta, he was talking about this interlocking cartel, which includes right. law firms, which includes financial institutions, which exactly. includes the uh, intelligence community, because there's an open door between the three of them. Rotating and door. It's, it's like
0: magic. It's like those uh, games you play with kids at parties. You know, musical chairs. They go from the government departments to the major corporation boards, and or even on locked in, on both, and they're. It's just disgusting what's really happening. And then you got them linked up what? with organizations like, did you know that George Soros had an organization that was coordinated? Every single step, I think it's called the OSI, was coordinated, every step was coordinated with the CIA to do operations of Orange Revolutions in Europe and the former Soviet Union. George Soros worked sure, sure. with the CIA. Sure. He actually worked step by step. Every single move he made was coordinated with the CIA. That's craziness, isn't actually-
1: it? actually Soros was coordinating everything with the city of London with the GCA. right but they're the ones that are
0: managing the CIA operations yeah and people that yeah. understand five eyes and so on that's why the Canadian security British were literally spying on Americans so they wouldn't directly connect it American Intel agencies were spying on themselves and their own agents that's what's crazy about this and George Soros is not just a criminal he's a co-criminal with the CIA who actually had been for decades coordinating operations of orange revolutions in Eastern Europe and now, even his home country, I think his home country is Hungary, has actually declared him persona non grata. And now the Russians have declared they have wanted won an arrest warrant, dead or alive like the Old West. You have to understand, our CIA, until just a few months ago, this is literally after uh, Donald Trump got elected, uh, actually terminated the relationship between the CIA and George Soros. Isn't that crazy?
1: Well, I, that I hadn't heard. and That's, I, don't think I have the documents, was. actually. I have the oh, actual I don't think there ever was an official relationship Oh yes Soros there was actually CIA. in fact
0: I have the official documents from the Trump administration terminating a relationship between George Soros and the CIA I have the actual and you can actually search for it yourself online it's not hidden it's not classified it's actually open you can say George Soros CIA uh, coordination of his agency and Trump this is about 2 months ago terminated it with an executive order Crazy, eh?
1: Well, what you're dealing with is an order that's collapsing. And the reason they're going for Trump's head is because they're not 100% sure where Trump is going, but the direction so far, at least on foreign policy, has been a complete radical break with the Bush and Obama policies, the the one party, Wall Street, London party that Um... runs the United States. And they cannot allow that to occur if they want to survive.
0: I bet if I asked Lyndon LaRouche, he would say pretty well parallel what I'm saying is Trump and Xi Jinping are going to make a deal financially to make a new stabilized currency like Bretton Woods. Russia is going to make a deal so we can modernize their economy. The Middle East will stabilize because there will be peace. And the Saudi king wants this radicalism to stop. at Nutramedical, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, that's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or, or order line, 888 This new technology releases the silver ion to stimulate not only killing pathogens, but stimulates tissue regeneration and stem cell activation. It is thousands of times stronger than any colloidal or ionic silver uh, complex, and uh, with its enzymatic liposomal envelope delivers it to the target tissues with very small dosages. Nutramedical's Power C Plus is the greatest important breakthrough in vitamin C technology since Linus Pauling. It is the only neutral pH vitamin C in the world as a calcium, magnesium, potassium, sodium ascorbate salt with bioperin a black pepper extract to increase absorption by 40%. When you take Power C it helps to alkalinize all the cells of your body instantly, raise the oxygen level and energetic level of cells, suppress cancer and inflammation in your body, and help you fight infections. Power C also helps to build up the collagen in your body, hyaluronic acid in your joints, and the glycosaminoglycans in your joints, as well as to improve healing of any tissue in your body. Power C Plus is very unique at Nutramedical.com. That's nutrimedical.com, where you can order. Or 888-212-8871. That's NutriMedical, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com. Medical's Calm Mind supports a relaxed mood and helps to support your brain neurotransmitter. Helps lower blood pressure. Helps to make you feel calm all day long. And helps to make it easier to go. Calm Mind contains GABA. It also contains suntanin and altheanin, an amino acid from green tea. And it contains myo a special B vitamin. Because it's such high quality, it really it works amazingly for anxiety, panic attack, and for depression. Get Calm Mind at neutralmedical.com and medical.com or 888-212-8871. The special studies that have been done on Calm Mind show that it helps to stabilize the neurons in the brain, lower the autonomic nervous system that raises blood pressure, and it helps to support normal calming activity uh, throughout the body, that means you're going to have much higher energy level, much more stable mood, be able to tolerate stress better, and it helps to stabilize blood sugar as well. So order call mine at Nutraceutical.com. So I love a comment you made on the break that uh, Lenin LaRue said that trade is a new uh, form of peace. In other words, well, he, said, the, he
1: said development. Is development, do, of yeah, peace. yeah,
0: exactly. So, for example, my great grandfather; it was his family name is Basha. They owned the largest caravan that traveled from Damascus, Syria, to China twice the year with my great grandmother. And I can tell you because we had that trade route, that's why there wasn't a massive clash of civilizations and a major wars with Europe back then because. If I can buy your stuff and you like my stuff and I'm giving you gold and you're giving me, say, silk, everybody's happy. Uh, for example, if Trump wants to be what I call the high-speed rail president, he will make a business deal to give uh, j one TV visas to two or 3,000 uh, Chinese scientists, technicians, and so on to bring high-speed rail to America. Yeah, the first mile hasn't been built in California, and these fools have been screwing around and screwing around with the Chinese technology, we could literally have this up in a matter of 10 years, and the entire country would have three rail systems on either coast, upper states, mid-states, and lower states, all covered, and in fact, it would take a lot of pressure off the airlines, and it would be much more safe, and you could travel at, you know, super high speeds at 300 miles an hour between cities. You would have to load and unload and go through security the same way we do now, Uh, and, uh, you know, you'd have security, but you'd have you know sleeper cars and other things and you could whip across the country in a matter of you know so many hours it it, to me it just makes total sense that we need to start collaborating on so many things so this belt and road technologies is talking by the way it's not going to be run just by china i watched a program on bbc the other day uh the first trillion dollars is not just going to be raised by china it's going to be all the so-called nations around it, and initially they may not all make that money back. Well,
1: Bill, you have have a whole series of new banks that are being set up. The Shanghai Cooperation Organization Bank, the Asia Infrastructure Investment Bank, the new development bank of the BRICS, and then you have the Belt and Road Banks. You also have the Chinese doing something that was done in the United States, which is that while the government is generating the credit centrally, it's going through local banks. And so you have local community banks that are helping to build new cities and bring uh, industry to them and lift people out of poverty. This is the American system <clears throat> model. Now, in this country, we're starving the local community banks, the regional banks, right. because everything goes through the Federal Reserve, which has its, has its prime purpose, the protection of the money center banks. Now, which is why during all the
0: 2008, they've grown by 40% in volume. And the number of banks, independent small banks, that can support small businessmen and entrepreneurship has shrunk by 40%. So this is the exact, I call it Bass-Ackward's policy, which the Chinese, they look at our science and our history, and they say, you were really smart 100 years ago. And so they emulate it, and we don't. And we kill ourselves financially and just destroy our economy. And, of course, the latest was it was Barack Obama was totally incompetent. That's why we need a businessman to run the country. It's the largest business in the world is America. It just makes sense, doesn't it?
1: Well, Trump still has to learn some things about how the American system works because he's still getting whipsawed a little bit by these Goldman Sachs guys and by Wall Street. I think his overall... I think
0: think he's afraid to declare war. My guess is... He probably understands yeah, it to in some a war. extent. He's in a war, and I think he's, he's afraid, just like he is afraid to make statements, uh, like the statements he makes that are, obviously, he's probably more aware of it, that Iran is a major promulgator of terrorism. It's like, are you kidding me? Show, show me one incident where an Iranian terrorist blew up anybody in any city or drove a bus into somebody or you know threatened to blow up an aircraft. Tell me one incident where that has happened.
1: It's ridiculous. Not only that, but the Iranians just had an election, which was a very strong victory for uh, the current prime minister, uh, current president, rather, who's right. a moderate, who's, who wants to bring the West in to help rebuild Iran. But you see, I think the point I'm trying to make here yeah. is that Trump is focusing on the bigger picture right now. Right. And so he's allowing some of these guys who are not so good to make statements and to... Uh, run these operations that are screwing up the health care issue and certain other things. But his concern, and I think he's right about this, if he gets this deal proper with Putin, with uh, Xi Jinping, and if he makes it clear to Europe that the United States is not going to be part of a, a, a globalization system. And one of the issues at the G7 meeting in Sicily today was they were trying to get Trump to come around on trade and Trump said we're not going to do the Trans Pacific Partnership and we're not going to do the TTIP, which is the European version. We're right. not doing it. Yeah. We're gonna but he said that doesn't mean we're not gonna trade with you. Yeah in fact those, and he those organizations are a bit though, of a lesson.
0: Those those trade partnerships were directed to exclude China and Russia. They were set up specifically to balkanize and create more future financial conflict that can lead to war. And he had the smarts to realize that setting up the TTP and TTIP wasn't something to improve trade. It was to create trade partnerships that would gu- guarantee future financial conflict with major powers like Russia and China. That wasn't smart. Well, and it's, smart. Destroying
1: the countries, it's destroying the countries of Europe. One of the things Trump said in Riyadh is <clears> that our goal is to work with sovereign nations. Now, to the extent that he's putting these kinds of concepts forward... Yeah. This is in coordination with what the Chinese are doing. And he said something really important as well, which is what I call the Tillerson Doctrine. Right. We are not coming here to lecture you about what your system should be and how you should live and how you should worship. We're holding out our hand in friendship based on principles. We have our policies. You may differ on some of them, but that doesn't mean we can't well, work
0: together. You, you've talked about this before, and you gave the details on it of how the Chinese have come to the Greeks and said, look, we'll rebuild your railways, your ports, and everything, and we'll give you a long-term lease on it, and after, I would think, it's a quarter century, it's yours. And uh, now, of course, they're treating Greece as if they're a separate nation, but since they joined the European Union, I think, five, six years ago, and it come, destroyed their country, they can't even no, sell it's the twenty. Footage. It's
1: 20 years ago. Greece years joined ago, it yeah. at the beginning, yeah.
0: Yeah, they joined at the beginning, but 20 years ago they joined, but, but the last five years they've gone under financially, and haven't even been permitted by the European Trade Commissions To sell their extra feta cheese and olive oil. So the result they can't come out of their their doldrums, they can't expand their economy. The same
1: thing's happened with Italy. Uh, we talked about the Well, they're just a debt they're just a debt pass through. That's all Greece is right now. But you see, the point is that the European Union was never intended to function as an American system style. But but here's my uh, my point exactly republic.
0: But here's my point. What your your point is that that China's treating Greece as a separate nation, but really in a sense the last twenty years it's not. But it wants Greece to become separatized, just like when they had Le Pen there and they had the people in, in Italy trying to see if they could move forward, uh, and the opposition in Germany. Uh, I don't know if, if Europe is ready yet, but they better start thinking about the idea that sovereign nations with collective interests uh, is much better than the idea of nations giving their sovereignty over to bureaucrats to stymies business. So Greece is never going to pull out of this mess if they're sp- still part of a... Bureaucratized the European Union and uh, my feeling is that uh, the Greeks eventually will take the Chinese deal and say you know what we're taking China's deal it's better than yours they already
1: have the the Greeks have already taken it the Italian president Gentiloni was in Beijing for the conference and came back praising the Chinese Serbia which is an important uh, country which says look we don't mind being in the EU but you can't tell us that we can't build a high-speed rail
0: there's exactly. a plan
1: to build a high-speed rail line connecting Serbia and um, uh, Hungary, Budapest. And the EU well, said that the Hungarians can't do it because it violates EU rules. And the Hungarians said, you can't tell us that we can't build well, a rail line that will cut five hours off travel time.
0: Well, is, it, is Serbia and, and Hungary are directing in this trail line. I looked at the maps when I was watching this BBC. They're directing in the line of this high-speed rail and communication and and power and everything else, and even tourism, uh, that the Chinese want to build heading all the way through from China in this new Silk Trail through Europe. So they're going to eventually have to bust up some of these regulations and say, you know, Hungary and Serbia can build a high-speed rail with China, and you Europeans can't stop them from making these deals.
1: Well, the Serbians are not yet in the EU. So they right. said, you can't mm-hmm. tell us what to do. But the EU said, well, then we won't let you join the EU. And the Serbians said, well, you're not the only game in town. <laughs> now, part of what's happening That's funny. is that the, the Chinese initiatives represent a what Mrs. LaRouche calls a new paradigm. Now, I told you, she's been in China. She's been lecturing at universities. She spoke at the major think tank conference, which was a part of the Belt and Forum Initiative Conference on the 14th and 15th of May. And what she's reporting is that the Chinese are studying The works of Alexander Hamilton, they're studying what Lincoln did to make us a continental republic with the uh, rail policy of Lincoln and the economic, the greenback policy which allowed the United States to go into the fastest emergence of a coal and steel uh, economy at the end of the 19th century. They're studying what Hamilton and Friedrich List and Henry Carey had to say about free trade. And it's interesting, uh, the, the Chinese, what, what Helga said is that they're very well versed in what she said is LaRouchean economics, and she was talking to one of these professors, and he pulled out a bootleg Chinese copy of LaRouche's book, So You Wish to Learn Economics.
0: Ah, that's funny. Well, you know, so if you look at the things, and you've pointed this out over the years, that when the initial Hamiltonian uh, economic plans were put in place, this is what allowed America to build the, uh, the textile factories, the buggy whip factories, the, the, you know, the carriage factories, when there's horse-drawn carriages and they're building them, in a sense, in factory-type arrangements, building weapons like guns. The first gun factories were in Pennsylvania. And people need to understand it's the Hamiltonian economic system that allowed them to have the finances to do these things because they're cut off in many ways from manufacturing, even their own manufacturing looms, from Britain, the British British would not import or deport export uh, looms to actually have textile industry in America, so we just invented
1: it ourselves. Well, and right. it's worth noting that the one of the reasons people hadn't heard about Hamilton for years is that the lying British said that Hamilton was for establishing a monarchy and a banker, a central bank, uh, to control the credit in the country. Hamilton's Bank of the United States was controlled by a private sector board working together with the Congress, and the idea was to have a credit institution which would study what was needed in terms of credit and make sure that would be available for the manufacturing, for the entrepreneurs, and for major infrastructure. And the fight against the Bank of the United States which was originally led by the Jeffersonians and then later by the Jackson people. Uh, Andrew Jackson, was he, he wasn't running the thing. He was a puppet of Martin Van Buren, who was a Rothschild banker. Right. The Democratic Party mm-hmm. at that time was run by August Belmont, who was officially the head of the Rothschild Bank in the United States. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was the party that Lincoln opposed and fought. And it was Lincoln mm-hmm. and John Quincy Adams and others who founded the Republican Party to take uh, the what was left of their party, the Federalist Party, away <laughs> from this British system.
0: Well, you so, know, even J.P. Morgan was a proxy for the Rothschilds. People thought he was an independent billionaire. In fact, he didn't have hardly any uh, personal assets. He was just a proxy for the Rothschilds of Europe and the same bankers that were trying to run everything.
1: Yeah, you he know, was a British operation from the beginning. and, and Look, in his bank today, J.P. Morgan Chase, they proudly showcase the guns that were used by Aaron Burr to kill Alexander Hamilton. They're on display there. Right. So there's a tradition here that the enemy knows about, but most Americans don't know. And if we can get Trump to fully understand this and go with this and realize it's not just business practices, but you do have to have a principle economic theory behind what you're doing if he would do that and we can have two terms of that this country would be unstoppable in an alliance with China, Russia, Europe will come around, look Europe is people in Europe are essentially good people they want to do the right thing but they're terrified by terrorism, they're terrified by refugees they're terrified that they're going to lose their retirements their pensions and you know what? If they don't change their policies, they will lose them, as yeah. will people in the United States. <clears throat> yeah. So that's why LaRouche is insisting that we hold Trump to a higher standard now. We'll lay out a policy option. Hopefully he'll pick up on it. And if he does, the rewards for him will be that the American people will see the benefits relatively quickly of breaking out of this bush obama post-industrial economic collapse and i think that's that's where you have the potential to forge a real majority coalition in this country where people will again be proud to be called americans and excited about the prospects for the future instead of terrified that everything's going to go downhill and get worse
0: well it'll only get worse if we let it get worse it's like uh You know, it's like uh, Lyndon LaRouche is a senior doctor in an intensive care unit. He walks in and says, if you do this, this, and this, these patients won't be dead by the morning. And he's looking at the world economy and saying, you know, uh, this is really simple. Give them oxygen. Give them blood. Get rid of the pathogens. uh, Support their cardiovascular function. In a sense, financially, he's doing that by saying if you bring these policies in, you won't have war. You won't have chaos. And if you did have something that is a galactic or solar or major challenges to the whole planet, like, like the speech from Ronald Reagan about an invasion, but you can simply have things like, for example, 12 years from now, Apophis is coming. Well, we need to have space technology to make sure we deal with space debris coming in at high velocity where a percentage of it might strike the Earth and cause a lot of chaos. We need to deal with things like our solar and galactic changes and cycles where the amount of lights increasing dramatically and the amount of cosmic rays striking the Earth. If you go to spaceweather.com, it's dramatically increased. Literally every day we're seeing cosmic uh, ray warnings across uh, Central North America, including California. Well, the problem is these are issues that need need to be dealt with the scientists of all nations, not just one. And uh, it'll weld us together as a, quote, I call it an organism, in a sense, an organism of nations that actually can deal with galactic and, you know, earthbound
1: things that can cause us a lot of trouble. And that's what Mrs. LaRouche is calling the new paradigm, and I would urge people... To go to larouchepack.com, there are a lot of great new videos that are up there about the potential that's coming out of this new paradigm. And it, it's time for the. This is not a new age paradigm or a new world economic order, as in George H.W. Bush. Yeah, right. It's a, a new opportunity for America.
0: Yeah, I like to see the titles today are The Economic Platform, in The Mideast uh, Peace, Finally Possible, yes. I would say what I'd like to see with. Uh, the Occupied Territories, they call it, in, uh, in Gaza, become a province of Israel. Uh, you know, when uh, Truman actually wouldn't sign the fact that Israel was a was a religious state, the fact is, if it deals with these things and these realities in a reasonable fashion, then we can stop putting little bomblets on three-year-olds, telling them there's something going to be a human bomb, and we give opportunities so people don't think the only thing in the future is to become a weapon against their enemy. It's ridiculous. Yep.
1: All right, Bill, I'll talk to you next week, Friday. Absolutely. Amazing show
0: next Friday, too, right? Yeah. Okay, Okay, good. We'll see you then. Take care. Bye. We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent
3: time.
2: That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com and NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.
0: The medical Report is broadcast on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. At 100% listener-supported radio, please donate and support Revolution Radio at freedom, F-R-E-D-O-M, slips.com. Thank you. Welcome back to the Medical Report. A couple of different announcements. Of course, it is the big sale. It's a Memorial Day sale. Started yesterday. It goes right through the weekend into early next week. Uh, It is seven percent off of all of our uh, Nutramed products, as well. Free shipping uh, in the United States, and uh, that's seven percent off on top of previous sale prices, multi packs, etc. So it's an amazing time to get yourself up to speed. I provide free consultation emails to anybody, even if you've never been a customer before or want an update. It only becomes a consultation if, number one, you want to consult. Or it's a, your case is too complex to just give you, based on your history, that you send me uh, a just a list of nutraceuticals. You may need conventional medical care or advanced medical care or other treatments. You may need advanced technology or everything made up to stem cell therapy or uh, heterochromic peptides we can obtain from Europe to try to heal your body and regenerate it. So um, we have this technology now, to the QRMA, and the special now is amazing price. We've dropped the price down tremendously. And you get free uh, consultation analyses for you and your family forever uh, when you have a QRMA machine from Dr. Bill. And that means I'm going to tell you what nutraceuticals to take, and if you need other kinds of care, I'll provide that basic advice. If you need a full consultation, it's really easy to obtain one. We also have our two sites now set up, a third one coming uh, for QRMA and metapathia scan, the metapathia device and hunter function developed by the Russian Academy of Sciences and the Russian Space Agency. And we have that technology right now. So you can have a QRMA scan with Dr. Zhu's research from China working at MIT as well, and uh, the metapathia hunter scan. And these will tell us what conventional test imaging, etc. we need to do to confirm what's going on with you. Now, uh, we have lots of uh, things coming down the road, new technologies, new nutraceuticals, uh, probably, I'm, I'm going to guess by the 4th of July, we'll have it completed. We're updating and making a whole new uh, rewritten uh, nutraceutical website. It'll be much more easy to navigate, much more web-friendly to, for mobile devices, and um, <clears throat> we're continuing to have it set up so that it'll be much more simple drop-down menus, click, click, boom, you can find everything you need to find much more easily on the site. We're updating the new site of Clay and Iron. I'm also translating all my old videos that are really relevant, such as the one on 9-11 uh, technology, uh, ones that I've done in previous conferences. Those will be over at our pay-per-view Vimeo channel. And our Deagle Network, we're working hard to uh, set up podcasting for our uh, co-hosts. We podcast audio and video, some previous things they've had. we were expanding also our simulcast network to simulcast videos. We'll be redoing the one we did the other day with uh uh, with Vasomedical EECP with David uh, Narley. And um, he had some sound issues on his end. We, it, we, I still have the video up there. It's really good because most of the talking was me explaining the technology and Nutrameds that could be gone, given along with uh, enhanced extracorporeal counterpulsation therapy to literally create collateral circulation in the heart, restore the heart and vascular function for years after treatment. So uh, we'll, coming up in hour number two is going to be open lines, Any topic, any issue, just have to be precise in your statement or issue. I want to see you be brave. In fact, I'd like to see you add that song from Sarah Bareilles to our bumpers because you need to be brave and just don't be afraid. Uh, You know, I've had my what I call my radio distemper shot, so even if I do bite, you'll survive. Uh We'll be back in a moment. Hour number two coming up, hour three firing line wellness protocols with the host with the most michelle your questions on health and protocol illnesses almost any kind of imaginary illness and problem you can think of and will provide you pathways to healing regeneration and recovery back in a moment with our two 800-313-9443 to call in
3: Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further.